This is Barrels and Barrels, a bourbon and baseball podcast with your hosts, Brandon Spinner and Michael Burns. And welcome into Barrels and Barrels, a bourbon and baseball podcast. I am Brandon, always alongside my buddy, Michael Burns. We're a podcast about bourbon and baseball talking high proof and high heat usually we've got an in-depth episode talking about each subject but today we're going to go a little off the cuff we've got a special interview on tap you already know what it is because you clicked on the headline in the bio but before we get to that we do ask that you head on over to our social media pages if you haven't already subscribe to us we're on youtube at barrels and barrels pod a lot of exclusive content dropping there whether that's baseball content or uh, we've got some special bourbon hunts out there as well so go follow us there And we've got an exclusive top 10 that drops every Monday, which is our top 10 power rankings, which is brought to you by 10th Mountain Whiskey, which is the interview we're doing today. Before we get to them, head on over to Instagram. Follow us at Barrels and Barrels Pod. Facebook at Barrels and Barrels Pod. TikTok TikTok at Barrels and Barrels Pod. And we're on Twitter, or I guess it's called X now, Barrels and Barrels. You can find all our podcasts on Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeart, as well as Amazon. And that's where you can rate us and review us, just like we rate and review our whiskey. So, Michael Burns, first off, how are you tonight? Welcome in. How's it going? Uh, I could use a pour of bourbon. I had a cavity filled right here in front today, so I can, oh. I'm can. i starting to feel the feel where that needle was. And uh, oh. the bourbon will feel numb good. it back up. Yeah, exactly. Numb exactly. It back up. Or maybe and brush without- my teeth. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, th- I think the bourbon's the good way to go, or whiskey for that matter. But without further ado, I'd like to welcome in our special guest from 10th Mountain Whiskey and Speared Company, Brian Dewar. Welcome in, Brian. Good to have you. What's going on, Brian? Of course. Uh, Brian and I got to know each other via Instagram. It's crazy how amazing this community is and like how big of a world but how small of a world it can become that we can become friends via a social network. And that's how Brian and I met uh, back in March, and we've met in person since then. I like the T-shirt you're wearing. Fits perfectly. It's slick. And for those of you who aren't watching on YouTube, that's a push to go to YouTube and realize that we are selling our own T-shirts. He's wearing a Barrels and Barrels shirt, which you can go get at charliemikeneverweekend.com. Uh, so head on over to our Instagram page. We've got a link to that as well. So, Brian, you're with Tent Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company out in Vail, Colorado. Can you tell us what you do for the company? I am the military sales director and regional sales director for the company. So I go on social media. I travel all around the U.S., and I visit all military bases throughout the country, hopefully soon around the world, and give people a good time with a little bit of whiskey and a lot of bit of fun. It's like I like to say. So, do you yeah. have a favorite uh, base and a least favorite base to visit? Uh, I love every Air Force base, and I dislike most of the Marine Corps bases, even though I was in the Marine Corps. I'm, <laughs> there, there's a preference there. I'm not saying one's five star and one's a Motel Six, but right. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I, I enjoyed Kaneohe Bay when I was stationed out there, so I loved Hawaii. Uh, that was fun. Um, I've been to a couple of army t- bases only, so I can't compare. I can't compare the different uh, d- divisions of Marines or Army or Air Force. But no worries. Some are be- some are, some are much nicer to visit in certain towns. <laughs> when it's when you're a big town, it's much nicer. You have somewhere yeah. nicer to stay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably say the worst base was Twenty Nine Palms, California. 
What made it uh, the worst? It is in the middle of the desert. The army oh, abandoned man. abandoned that base originally, and the Marine Corps picked it up. So if that tells you anything, <laughs> it's it's an adventurous place. <laughs> we'll leave it there, right? <laughs> yes. Great well, buildings, uh, I'm sure. Yeah. So 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company, if you haven't gotten this already by the name, uh, it's a military-based company. Um, Correct, how, yeah. Uh, how did 10th Mountain become 10th Mountain Whiskey? So the 10th Mountain Whiskey uh, started out in 2013 with our owner, Ryan Thompson. Um, he had a partner that has uh, left our company, but with that, um, his grandfather was one of the first medical um, medics in the 10th Mountain Division, which was located in Camp Hale, Colorado, right above Vail, Colorado. So it was a very unique opportunity, um, and we decided to pay homage to the 10th Mountain Division, who was right above us, and make a whiskey brand on behalf of them and show all military folks, and it doesn't matter who you are, what you did, and what you are, that we appreciate you, no matter what you do. Absolutely. That's awesome. fantastic. So, starting in 2013, how, how long have you been with 10th Mountain? Um, I have been with 10th Mountain about a year now. Before this, I was a federal agent for the Department of Homeland Security. So, Oh, wow. And you were in the Marines, as you mentioned. How long were you in the Marines? Just uh, just four years. So I did my four years and was able to get out, but unfortunately <laughs> ended up getting hurt and uh, miss, missing a few parts now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if anybody's on Instagram Live with Brian, you can go check him out. That is Brian D. Whiskey on Instagram as well. Fun Instagram Lives that we have pretty much every Friday, but at some point, some weeks, it's almost every night of the week, depending on how crazy and rambunctious we want to get. Uh, <laughs> but, yes, he goes more into depth on those those uh, military injuries, and you just had surgery a couple of months ago. How are you doing from that? I'm great. Yeah, back's doing fine. I was doing pull-ups today, did some squats Let's earlier. Go. That's awesome. So 10th Mountain Whiskey started in 2013. Uh, you've really, the person who opened up my eyes to the brand, and I'm pretty sure the same with Michael. Um, what makes 10th Mountain Whiskey unique outside of the name? So 10th Mountain is unique because of what we do. So our owner states, and I, I absolutely agree with this, we're a philanthropy company first and a whiskey company second. So we want to provide to people out there that is more that have done more for us than we know, and we want to make sure they get everything they deserve uh, from us or from uh, outsources, things that we can do for them. So we want to make sure that connection is made. And that's what I loved about when I met you is how much philanthropy you do. You do a lot of work taking veterans, and part of the charitable work, is that through 10th Mountain or is that through your own that's through my own own organization uh, called Base Camp Forty Warriors into the Wild, where we take veterans hunting and fishing around the world for free. Now, now awesome. you and Tenth Mountain work together on that at times, or is it just we solely? Do. No, we do. So, Tenth uh, Mountain provides a bunch of uh, the alcohol for some of the events that we put on, and um, they graciously uh, gave us a barrel to sell. Oh, awesome! Uh, uh, so we can raise money through that, and we will. Once all the bottles are sold, we'll receive those proceeds, and that'll come right back to the nonprofit. And that's how I actually met the owner, is through my nonprofit and doing that charitable work. So when you you mentioned Ryan's grandpa or grandfather was part of the original Tenth Mountain unit, um, 
tell us more about like the journey it's been since 2013. I know you haven't been there for this the entire process. You've only been there for a year, but we're going on 10 years for the 10th Mountain, right? Uh, right. So it didn't start in 2013. Uh, they decided to do it in 2013, okay. and we opened our doors in 2014. Okay, so you're coming up on the 10-year anniversary then. As We're coming well. up on the 10-year anniversary, yes. Uh, so has every drop of whiskey that's coming out of there and every spirit that you guys make come straight from 10th whiskey, or how, how every, did the process start? Every single thing that we've made and every single drop of alcohol that we produce comes from us. So from the grain all the way to the mash to the distilling process, barreling, and bottling has all been us the entire time. Even uh, the grain? Everything. Oh, not the grain. We purchased the grain outside. Okay. But we found some local companies that we liked and enjoyed with it. So we're uh, pulling our corn from the Ute tribe out of Cortez, Colorado. Okay. And so it's a very sweet blue corn. It's very delicious. Oh, blue corn. And then we get our rye from either North or South Dakota and our barley from Sheboygan. Sheboygan, Wisconsin? <sighs> Missouri. Missouri. Okay. Because there's multiple <laughs> Sheboygans. There's a Sheboygan, Michigan as well. There is. Uh, um, so when it comes to the whiskey making itself, what is your favorite product that you guys put out? Ooh, that's a tough one. So we have two that are probably my top favorites. Um, I'm a big Scotch drinker, if you can't tell from my last name. Um, and then <laughs> we'll get I into love that later. Rye. Yeah, we will. And I love rye as well. So... Our rye is absolutely phenomenal. It's something I can drink all day. And if you've seen me go live on any of my lives, I can I can go through a bottle myself just fine. <laughs> yeah, yes, you can. Uh, there has been plenty of that Tenth Mountain rye consumed. It's also a low proof, so it makes it a little easier to yeah. continue to go with. Um, so American Single Malt, you guys have that as well. Uh, is that yeah. relatively new? When did you guys start producing that? We started producing that two years ago, so we uh, a little over two years ago. So we're on. We just keep producing batches right now. So this is from batch number one okay. that I was mm -hmm. pulling from, and this is absolutely phenomenal. It's aged two years and it's ninety proof. Okay. So a lot of the products that you've made, um, we we your name's whiskey and spirit company. What are the other spirits that you guys put out there? Absolutely. So we have a potato vodka that we make. Um, we also have a cordial, which is a peach, vanilla, and sage-infused cordial. That is absolutely mm. phenomenal. I cook with that a lot. Sounds delicious. Is, yeah, is, that is. Like a, is a cordial like a, like a dessert kind of drink? It is. Yeah, okay. it's an after-dinner drink. I wasn't with the cordial. Okay. I wasn't familiar with the cordial. What a cordial more fell in line with. Uh, have you had Di Sirono before? Yes. Oh, yeah, like an amaretto Thank Di Sirono. Thanks, that's, that's a cordial. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> Michael, you got any questions? Yeah, uh, I see. I, I know you just you were just talking about base camp rye. I'm I'm sitting in the Tenth Mountain Whiskey uh, store um, and see that you have your base camp forty rye. That's the one that you were talking about that supports your organization. Then correct. Okay. Yeah. So there was twelve twelve people who picked that. Two of which have passed away, unfortunately, due to some health complications, but uh, that bottle was picked by the board and their family members, and uh, that pro all those proceeds will go back. So that's it's not our normal rye, even though it's the same 86 proof. It, that's a single barrel pick, and it's very unique, and well, it's good. 
<laughs> so when you talk about you guys are a philanthropy company first, whiskey company second, tell us more about the philanthropic um, desire, not just the desire, but the things that you do philanthropy-wise with 10th Mountain Whiskey. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm on the website. So, I, sorry. I, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, please, Michael. Go ahead. I was just going to say there's I, – I'm on the philanthropy – tag and it's just another something just to build onto what Brandon just add all the all the different logos and organizations and uh, branches that are on the website too right. absolutely so we've donated to the 10th mountain uh, division itself the museum and we're able to get uh, or help them build a statue for the 10th mountain division in Fort Drum uh, New York so they have something in that uh, in honor of of them from us to support what they do. Uh, we've also done the Vail Veterans Program, which takes out veterans on outdoor adventures, either skiing, golfing, hiking, biking, getting them into adaptive equipment, getting them back into nature and then experiencing an environment with people that understand their injuries and know how to work with their injuries and show them that they don't need to be scared about their injuries to get back out there. Right. Uh, so that's one we support every single year. We donate a barrel to every year. Um, there's a ton out there horses to heroes we help them out the the 10th mountain division or 10th mountain i, I i'm trying i'm doing this all off my head so there's <laughs> oh you're of, doing great you're doing great I, I, yeah we don't have to go through you don't have to go through all of them if you don't if you uh necessarily um i just didn't know how i guess you this is you support each one of these in some way some form or fashion is basically yeah. what you're getting at yeah, we have supported each one of them in some way or some fashion. We continue to support some of them in some way or some fashion the best way mm -hmm. we can, either by monetary value or donating product to help them out in some way so they can sell it to grow their brand or their information, or just by showing up and giving out free drinks to support their cause and say, hey, come here, do this, give your money to these people. We're here to help you. So are you guys continuously looking for different organizations to help support? Constantly, we want to make sure we're growing as a company, and when we grow as a company, we want to make sure we're giving back in the best way possible. So, if in that case, someone's listening that has uh, um, a need or uh, an area where you could help out, how do they reach out to you? Uh, you can go onto our website, and there's a philanthropic on our drop down. So, go to that uh, link right there, scroll to the bottom, I believe, and there should be a button you can press. And at that, you type in your information, your nonprofit, your name, and give us a little story about you, and we'll reach out and see what we can do to help out. That's awesome. I, I, that's what I love about Tenth Mountain is it's not just a hey, we're a whiskey company. You start with we're a philanthropy company that makes whiskey. Um, exactly. Now I notice a lot of the uh, the stuff that you guys make are low in age, but you guys are in Colorado as the weather geek myself you're in a different part of colorado than other people may know it's out towards vale right so there's a different climate in the yes. mountains and in that part of the state what have you noticed i know you've only been there for a year but what is that type of weather and that type of climate due to the whiskey that maybe is different than someone drinking a kentucky or a tennessee whiskey absolutely so the higher altitude you get the faster the water is going to evaporate compared to the liquor so with that altitude, when it evaporates, you're going to get that alcohol content pushing into that barrel a little bit more, a little bit faster, especially with the altitude up here as well. So if some on our early barrels, we used to drive up to the top of Vail Pass, which is almost 11,000 feet, pop the quarch on the barrels, 
plug them, and then drive back down so that pressurizes that whole barrel. But now we don't need oh, to do wow. that anymore. Well, we, we can't do that anymore. We just don't have time to drive yeah. all the barrel, <laughs> pop all the corks, and drive back down. Um, that's awesome. That's a cool story. Yeah, so that's what we used to do to pressurize the barrels to make it age a little bit faster. So our two-year would be comparative to a six- or seven-year, I believe, from Kentucky or uh, the south, Georgia, Tennessee, mm-hmm. anywhere down there just because the elevation change. And the temperate up here is a little bit different as well. So we're in almost a dry desert of where we're located for our distillery in Gypsum, Colorado. Um, and with that, that heat sometimes gets to hundred and 20 degrees in gypsum at 7,500 feet. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So with that heat and that pressurization, as Brandon knows, that'll expand the <laughs> barrels a little bit more and push it in and give that flavor a little bit faster and age it. So how much are you guys producing annually? Um, well, annually, I can say weekly. We're either doing 8 to 10 barrels a week currently. 8 to 10 barrels a week, okay. And are you guys a 24-7... 365 operation or how's that all work out uh five days a week so monday through friday our first distiller comes in at two or three in the morning and our second distiller will come in at two in the afternoon and then they'll keep switching constantly so that's they're on 12 hour rotations so quick math tells me about 45 uh, 450 to about 500 barrels a year um and is that just a mix between your rye and your bourbon or is that all products that's all products well that's i mean that's rye bourbon brandy and our single malt okay you also make a gin right we do not make a gin no you don't oh it's a potato vodka duh yeah potato vodka yeah so what's the process for a potato vodka i can't really say that i know the whole process behind that it's the same thing as you would start anything else right you have to get the potatoes and you get what's something called potato flakes and with those potato flakes, you're going to do the same process oh, as no. anything. Else. And you're going to boil them and distill them and then make vodka out of it and just make sure it's over 150 proof or a, no, 170 proof, I believe. That's after you distill it? That's after we distill it and then we water it down to make sure it's at the right proof yeah. that we're where we want it. So pulling out, speaking of proof, what made you guys choose? Do you know what, why it's 92 proof? Uh, no. If, if you don't know, that's, that's okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know that answer. That's a good question. I need to, I need to write that down. <laughs> okay. Um, we talked with someone over at Stranahan's also in Denver, and he said that um, a lot of distillers go with 90, 92 to 94 because that seems to be the sweet spot, but most of them uh, kind of hit at 94. So there you go. We, we got them. We stumped them. Let's go. <laughs> it, well, isn't is, is ninety four Pappy? That was yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, ninety four is Pappy. So, how much proceeds to every bottle would you say goes towards your philanthropy? That's a that's a good question. It's based off sales market value and everything that's actually proceeding through that. But okay. if you read the back label, it'll actually tell you which where it goes to, where some of the proceeds go to. Um, on each one of the bottles, it does that as well, especially with the rye. It'll say that on the back of the rye, the back of the bourbon. Um, I believe the single malt as well. This one says valveteransprogram.org and woundedwarriorsproject.org. So uh, all the great stuff. I, I, 
it really blows me away how philanthropic you guys are and how awesome and that got to be a humbling experience as well. Oh, it absolutely is going around. I mean, the bourbon ball and all we donated a half a barrel of that and all those proceeds went to Folds of Honor. So it was awesome to see that and meet a bunch of people that are bourbon enthusiasts and uh, supporters of veterans and giving back. So that was a huge opportunity and a very bl- big blessing for us. It would that would that be what your favorite part of working with 10th Mountain Distillery is? It's, my favorite part is seeing people smile. It doesn't matter what's going on with them. It's hearing they're having a bad day and having a taste of bourbon or a taste of rye or a taste of brandy or whatever we have to just make them smile and make them get out of their shell a little bit. And It's, it's a great opportunity just to brighten someone's day. I love it. Yeah, well, I love. I, go, go, Mike. I, I love, I love the supporting of veterans, and because I don't think I, people who aren't in that world at all, of uh, in a military family or uh, in themselves, don't. I don't know that people truly understand the sacrifice of how much time they're away from their families and such at one time. Um, so I, I, I'm a big, you know, I, I wasn't in it, but I support uh, through work. I support the army. And I, uh, I, I'm thankful and in love that you guys uh, do this. Oh, absolutely. And we, we appreciate everything that you guys do as well as your customer base and just seeing people get out there and buy a little bit of whiskey and have a good time. Yeah. So anytime you buy a bottle of 10th Mountain Whiskey, you're supporting not just 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company, but also our veterans and uh, everybody who needs it, who've helped to serve our country and... Uh, put their life not just on the line but their family's um sacrifice as well so again thank you and without further ado we are a bourbon and baseball podcast before we get into the bourbon i did have a trivia question about baseball to kind of break this up you're a rockies fan right yep (laughs) (laughs) well you also mentioned you were a cubs fan before can you explain why a lot of people in colorado are cubs fans uh so the cubs weren't around until Quote me if I'm wrong, 1993. 1992, 1993. If I remember you mean the correctly. Rockies? Rockies, Cubs. <laughs> Cubs have been around a little while. <laughs> Some Rocky. people may hope not. I was going for a huge history lesson here. I was like, Cubs haven't been around since 18. I was like, oh, okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, so Rockies haven't been around, I believe, since 1992 or 1993. 93, when, yeah. 93 is when the stadium was built. Beforehand, um, was a big Stars fan or Cubs uh, because we only got one radio station out here and we wanted to listen to something and we could hear the Cubs at that time so might as well be a Cubs fan and support a team that actually did something. Um, (laughs) Not saying the Stars weren't good but back in the early 90s they were adventurous (laughs) and they're playing. So you're a Cubs and a Rockies fan. So we're going to do a Rockies trivia question. I always do this in our podcast. I kind of try to stump Michael as much as I can. So there are two Rockies players who have completed the cycle with hitting a walk-off home run. Do you know who either one of them are? Michael. (laughs) (laughs) I will will guess Troy Tulowitzki. Troy Tulowitzki. That is... One guess. Do you have another guess? Uh, you said one of them. Or yeah, sorry, I get two guesses? You get two guesses for two answers. Um, 
Let's go with Carlos Gonzalez. Carlos Gonzalez is one of the answers. Let's go. And the, and the other answer, <laughs> Brian, do you want to guess or do you just want the answer? Okay. <laughs> Nolan Arenado. So both of them have at some point completed a cycle as a Rocky with a walk-off home run. For those of you who don't know what a cycle is, it means you've got a single, a double, a triple, and a home run all in the same game. It doesn't have to be in that order, but you're completing the cycle of hits uh, from all four of those. So cool stuff there. Uh, I love the Rockies as well. I've been to um, not Mile High, it's Coors Field, but they played at Mile High for a season before they went to Coors Field. Michael and I are going to be cracking open the bourbon. I sent Michael a sample of the bourbon. We're going to go with 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company, Val Colorado Bourbon, 92 proof. Um, I have not drank this yet, so this is going to be brand new for me, brand new for Michael. All I've had is the the rye. I've downed the bottle of rye that I have, but this comes in at one year, but you mentioned it's roughly about probably, what, three years? It's a mixture between one year and five years in that. Oh, so there's there is five-year whiskey within this bottle. Correct. Okay. Yeah, Brandon, so, Brandon's, Brandon's had that rye open for a while. I'm kind of bragging about it. I'm like, I can't drink it yet. <laughs> well, Michael's got a sample of both the ryes that I have. And a big thank you to 10th Mountain Whiskey for sending that over. But, Absolutely. Um, real quick, Michael loves the mash bill statistics. So do you know what the mash is on the bourbon? It's 75% corn, 4% barley, and the rest is our rye. Okay, okay good. 75, 21, 4. <laughs> yeah, I, I when it's that when the barley, I'm, I've been uh, not grossed out. I can't come up with the term, but scared away from some of the bar, malted barley ones or something. I, I don't know. I, when I hear malted barley's up there, I get a little scared that it's too uh, too spicy or too earthy for me. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll send it packing. So seventy five twenty one <laughs> four. So seventy five percent corn, twenty one percent rye, four percent malted barley. I got peaches on the nose, like a peach yeah. cobbler, like the first mm-hmm. thing I got. No, this has a great, uh, great nose right up the front. Very I get, fruity. I get to that me. fruit. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm saying. Vanilla too. What do you, What do you pull out of it, Brian? Me, I pull out uh, alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it depends on which bottle I pull from, and each one's a little bit different to me, right? Like, mm-hmm. um. I'm drinking a lo- something a little bit different than you guys. I'm drinking a two-year 116 proof. Okay. Oh. So you do have higher proof. We do have higher proof. Okay. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later as well. So right off the bat, but it's the same mash bill, I'd assume. Same mash bill, nothing changed. Same mash bill, just the age and the uh, the proof changing, which, of course, changes it 100% um, for uh, the taste and the nose. But this is going to be Yeah. You got you got to take a sip. I'm still, all right. Still nosing a little bit, so. Well, why don't you ask a, a question and I'll take a sip. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I took I took a sip there and it kind of it matches the nose. I but now I'm able to pull out a little bit more on that nose of maybe some I, a, a stronger corn flavor, some butterscotch, caramel. Um, the caramel I think is really coming through on on the palate there. That first sip. Um, Very nice. There's, there's no spice. There's no spice to it kicking me, um, mm-hmm. and, but it's not too syrupy for 92 proof. Yeah, Michael's Usually all about get... the syrupy tones. <laughs> yeah, if, if it gets okay. too watery for me, then it's it's too thick for me. I, I want that little bit of alcohol burn, you know. 
Right. So that we call that it's called the Kentucky hug down in Kentucky or the t- uh, uh, the Tennessee slumber, I think it's called. Here we call it Colorado Swallow. Colorado Swallow? <laughs> Colorado Swallow. <laughs> Sound okay. like Jason Derulo there. You know the song, Swallow La La. So what I get on the palate, it's delicious. It reminds me a lot of the blue popcorn from Whiskey Acres that we reviewed a couple of months ago. It's got a, like, a caramel corn... Um, taste to it to me like you got a little bit of the popcorn in it but a lot of caramel some butterscotch in there i didn't pull as much fruit out of it as i thought i would have with the nose because that nose to me was really peach cobbler forward um this is more of a like classic craft whiskey it's very good yeah i appreciate that thank you yeah Yeah. Um, i'm not saying i get dangerous with this one but i die i love our bourbon but uh what michael when you try our rye next and you're you say you don't like spicy you don't like that high I, I will change you, and if I don't change you, I will buy you a bottle of whatever you want. <laughs> I, when I really started digging into it, I had a neighbor that lived behind me who spent astronomical amounts of, on bourbon and whiskey and alcohol. I mean, he was a big rum guy, too. And Is his I'd name always... Brandon? <laughs> yeah. No. His Brandon, name was also Michael. <laughs> <laughs> His name was also Michael, yeah. Um, I would tell him, oh, I'm not a big rye guy, but he'd show me what he just bought, and he would send me blind ryes, just like four bottles. Here, try these. And I was a little, you know, not fooled into some, like liking, you know, I, I love doing the yeah. blinds. Do, doing blind drinks is, is fantastic because it really uh, shows it takes you takes the bias out of it, too. Absolutely, yes. yeah. Um, so I've been coming around to rise. I really have. Uh, there's some of them that I've drained. Uh, uh, I have a, a double oak rye that I just recently bought. So I'm I'm not as scared as I used to be of rise at all. I'm actually uh, oh, no. looking forward to it based off of uh, Brandon's comments. Yeah, you're, I think you're oh, going to no. love that rye. And I think we lost Brian again. Okay, he's back. Um, ah, pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> pineapple. There we go. Pineapple, 31. <laughs> Um, so sometimes michael likes to talk about a season that you would drink this in to me this is like a fall in early winter type of whiskey to me not that i'm going to put a season on it but i'm sure you could drink this all year round but the caramel and like the popcorn caramelness to it makes me just think of like halloween and fall in november um which pretty much kind of has the vibe of colorado i would assume yeah, it does. So we were looking for something with that unique flavor and that profile that we wanted to make sure you could drink year-round, but especially during the winter here because the winter sports in Vail are something we love and we want to portray mm-hmm. at. Uh, Ryan is a huge skier. I'm a huge skier. Our marketing director, he's a huge skier and snowboarder. We want to get people on the mountain and then have them come to our tasting room and get a few drinks and then go back up on the mountain and fall down and then come back to the tasting room. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so that's a perfect transition because I was going to ask, you guys have a tasting room, but you're also out of gypsum. So what's the difference? How far from the tasting room is gypsum? So our tasting room in Vail is about 25 to 30 minutes, uh, depending on how fast you drive. Um, <laughs> Uh, from there and it's not far it's still in the valley you're going to get nice views you're going to get beautiful accents and then you're going to see our distill- distillery on the left hand side of the highway oh, just awesome. right off so you can come down come right in have a few drinks get a tour 
either by myself, uh, Connor, our um, manager there at the tasting room, or Sean, or a few other people. We're happy to show you guys around and do everything we can. So, man, go ahead, Michael. I was going to say, man, Brian, we, uh, we were on Instagram last night, and you talked about the uh, sherry finish that you can get at the distillery still. Yes. I looked up Google Flights, man, to find a random cheap flight to fly, to fly <laughs> out there, and uh, I'm, I'm tempted for me and my wife just to, you know, a quick getaway from the kiddos, man. I'm telling you, Denver, it's a cheap flight, getting a rental car up here, doing it. I would say doing it any time between now and, like, the first or second week of September, is you're gonna, those are going to be your cheapest flights throughout the year. Uh, just based off the time frame, if you go past September, uh, Colorado's a big hunting season as well, mm. or yeah. state as well. So the flights get a little bit more expensive. But right when mud season starts in October, uh, between like October 12th through November 12th, those are going to be good times as well to come out here. It's going to be a lot cheaper on flights. I've seen flights out to M- Michael. What state are you even in? I'm in Alabama. I'm in Huntsville. So oh, right. you're in Huntsville, like 150 bucks. <laughs> Round you pretty. Up. Yep, you were pretty. You were. It was uh, 180 last night, is what I yeah. looked. And that was yeah, just Michael picking a random text. day. That and that's also the first time Michael's ever referred to me as his wife. But um, <laughs> 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 I've been holding on to that one for about 60 seconds. So <laughs> you're, you're in Vail, Colorado. Vail, that's a, that's what she said. Cheers, honey. Uh, <laughs> thanks, babe. Uh, <laughs> so. I've noticed on the website you've got the distillery. Um, you've also got a fantasy whiskey camp. Yeah, so tell us more about that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Our whiskey camp. You can come in and we'll do a little bit of distilling at that day, and we'll talk about whiskey and how it's distilled and processed, and we'll put you through the whole attributes of from start to finish, and then you'll do some bottling as well. And you'll pull from the bottles and the barrels that you pulled from. You'll get a little sip of that, and you'll have a drink from that. And maybe you maybe you'll take home a bottle, or and maybe we'll make a few drinks with that bottle you poured. Oh, that's we'll cool. Do, you guys do, I, want. do I come home with my little mini old Tenth Mountain still, so I can stick in my garage? <laughs> we we can talk about you purchasing a barrel from us. We have yeah. mini barrels. Oh, mini barrels. okay. Yeah, so we have three-liter barrels, five, tens, and then we're going up to like 15 gallons at that point, and then we're going to our 55 or 53 gallons. Stuff. Oh, so you can buy any barrel you want from you guys. Yep, so you can buy almost any size from us. It's not going to be on our website, but I'm going to tell you, you can buy almost any size from us. And then if you want to do, if you want to keep it here at the distillery, we'll age it for you, and you can come back and do a little pour off of it whenever you want. Anytime, uh, we yep. have shelves lined up for that. And if you want to take it home with you, we'll ship the barrel home with you. But we have to, unfortunately, sit, ship the liquor separate, and then you can pour it into the barrel. Yeah. Oh, that's. It's not like a great car salesman. We an offer. <laughs> we take an offer. We can't refuse right now. <laughs> there's there's a reason I'm one of the sales directors. <laughs> <laughs> so if if someone can't for some reason make it out to the distillery. Um, You've got a virtual whiskey tasting. How does someone do that, and what, what's that all about? So it depends on the state you're in, right? So we have to do it by law and make sure you're 21 oh, years of age. screw law. No, just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. 
Um, so so we, we need to make sure that you're in one of the states we can ship to legally. So we ship to 38 states currently, and we want to make sure in those states we have uh, the people that want to do that. And if you do that, we're going to send you out some samples of, and these are blind samples throughout. So it depends what you want to do with it. We'll talk about it a little bit beforehand. It'll probably be me, uh, either Sean, the master distiller, or Ryan, who's going to be doing one of these classes. Uh, so I'll jump on Zoom or I'll jump on um, FaceTime with you and we'll talk about whiskey and we'll talk about the entire environment of whiskey and how we make it and where whiskey comes from. I'll tell you the whole education of whiskey and how bourbon's made and what bourbon is and we'll, we'll do the whole process. We want to make sure everybody's happy, healthy, and a little drunk at the end. <laughs> happy, healthy, and a little drunk at the end. That might be what the name of this um, this episode is outside of 10th Mountain Whiskey. That's awesome. Um, so we we normally rate and review um, our whiskey on our Barrels and Barrels of Bourbon and Baseball podcast rating scale, which goes from the top of the charts. It's Hall of Fame, right? Because uh, you've got a couple Hall of Fame pours out there, right? Those those are like the ones everybody goes for. Right, um, yeah. Next is the All-Star, because every team's got an All-Star, but uh, they're just subpar from being a Hall of Famer. Not all, hall star, not all All-Stars make the Hall of Fame, and uh, again, not all bottles make the All-Star. And then we go Everyday Player, and Everyday Player is one of those guys that's in your lineup. Think about that player on your team that's your favorite player. May not be the all-star, but he shows up every day. He's in the lineup, and he puts in the work. That's those kind of bottles that you want on your bar at all times. That's one of those that you're going to, maybe not every day, but it's a constant on your bar shelf. And then you behind that is bench player. Yeah, those are the ones you drain. Uh, the bench player, drain as in, like, drank real fast. Uh, because we'll get to a drain in a different way in here in a second. Bench is the fourth out of the five. Bench player is a very clutch player on your team right it's not in the lineup every day but it's one that you go to every now and then because you know that when you need to mix something up that is going to always come in handy and then finally the dfa i call michael mr dfa michael do you want to tell him what a dfa stands for so the dfa is designate for assignment and baseball when you designate for assignment you're, you're you're kicked off the team it's a guy that it's a bourbon that you don't appreciate, and uh, it it just has a certain <laughs> tone to it. It has a certain grainy to it, or it's just simply not good. And uh, yeah, it's we we don't like the DFA, but we always talk about what it's missing. You know why? Right. What, what's why is this one a DFA? What's missing to make it a bench player? What's what's this bench player missing to make it an everyday player? Um, and like the, the the difference between that all star and everyday player. Um, a, a good way to think about it. The all-star, you're going to milk. You're going to see it have like this much left and you're going to start crying about it. With the everyday player, you might, fin <laughs> you might still finish it when you've got a little bit left. Yeah. So it's like a je ne sais quoi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have my money on that word being said in this podcast, but yeah. <laughs> Bingo. I have to throw out a word that I didn't think you were going to expect. Yeah, there we go. I hit bingo here. So, Michael, to put you on the spot, uh, what do you rate this 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company bourbon whiskey on our Barrels and Barrels of Bourbon and Baseball podcast rating scale? So, as you could tell by my glass, I've only got probably one little one sip left of my pour here. I poured three-fourths of it. I always save just a little bit in case I kill it. Um, but this is this is an everyday player for me. Um, I, I enjoy this. I'm, I keep going back to it. 
it drinks almost it drinks you know i enjoy usually a little bit higher proof but it, it doesn't so it doesn't drink like a 92 it drinks with more flavor of like a bottle and bond um okay I, I, but i don't get that bite yeah, so I, nice. I, I I enjoy this flavor. I enjoy the flavor. I don't think it's too syrupy. The finish is great. As I talk, it still hangs around. I don't have to get drunk off of it just to keep flavor in my mouth. Um, yeah, it's a great pour. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I am also going to say everyday player. I think that this is one. Uh, now, I think what's keeping it from an all-star is I do think that w- with the low age statement, you can tell it's a little bit younger, but it, it doesn't have you, – you see one year on the bottle, and some people are going to turn their nose up to it right away. And I do think if you were to just judge a book by its cover in that regard, you'd be missing something pretty good here. Um, I do think that this could probably use a little extra aging. Maybe what if it was three and five year barrels rather than one and five year barrels or a mixture between, but still, uh, I think this is a great low proof pour that you're going to continue to go to day after day. So I can tell you right now that we do not have any more one bottle bourbons or rise. Everything from now on is a two year above. And we're going to continue doing that um, for the foreseeable future. I believe in about a year and a half, we'll be in three years or above, and we're going to keep going and moving. That's awesome. That is what we're rating, this 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spear Company Bourbon Whiskey, 92 proof, coming in. Go grab yourself a bottle. That's on 10thwhiskey.com. And I haven't dropped it yet, but... We are sponsored by 10th Mountain Whiskey. First off, thank you for being a sponsor. So go head on over to 10thwhiskey.com. Use promo code BNB, and you'll get 10% off your order. And that's not just on the bourbon or not just on the rye. It's on anything on the website. So if you want to buy the hat that I'm wearing here on YouTube, or they've got beanies, they've got the barrels for sale, I believe. I wonder, is it 10% off the barrels? It is 10% off the barrels? It is 10% off the barrels, not on the whiskey that goes in the barrels. Okay, so you get 10% off the barrels, not the whiskey or the distillate that goes in the barrels. So there you go. Go to 10thwhiskey.com, use promo code BNB, as we are proudly sponsored by 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company. So, Brian, thank you for sending that over. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about the logo, 10th Mountain Whiskey logo. Um, For those of you, we've already gotten 40 minutes into the podcast, 45 minutes in. If you've seen the logo before, um, it's a soldier, I'm assuming, carrying, is that a ski? Is that what that yeah. is? Uh, so skis and his rifle. And again, this is homage to the 10th Mountain Division that was originally based in uh, Camp Hale, Colorado, but now is located in Fort Drum, as well as a few other locations, including here in Colorado and Fort Carson. So I do have a... A former gym member that I used to go to the gym with, um, Adam, who listens in every once in a while, who's actually in the 10th Mountain Unit back in 18 or not in 18, in 1989 and not through 1994. <laughs> he says, I'm not famous, but uh, do you guys know anything about when Bob Dole was in it and got injured? Uh, I do not know a lot about that. Our owner knows a ton about that and a lot about that information. Since I was in the Marine Corps, I wasn't a big proponent of Army units. Um, (laughs) I'm learning more as I've grown up and got into this uh, community and I've been talking to different people from all around the world and all units, so it's very interesting and I'm starting to learn. I don't know a lot about that, though. Well, that was a question I asked him if... uh... 
he had any questions for you guys. So that was what he asked me to ask. Um, I know it was an innovative unit back in World War II. So I really love everything you guys are doing over there. And a big props and shout out to you, Brian, because I know you're really putting 10th Mountain on the map. Um, you're doing a great job over there. Uh, because to be honest, I've been doing this for five, six years. And this is the fir- you're the first reason I heard of 10th Mountain Whiskey. So hats off to you, literally. <laughs> I just literally did hats <laughs> off to you. Um, Appreciate that. So, we've talked a lot about 10th Mountain, but we haven't talked as much about Brian Dewar. So, talk to us about that last name. I I am from, if you've not heard of the Dewar Scotch family, that, that, is, that is my family. We sold it a long time ago, but that is my heritage. I, I am originally from one of the original founders, one of the original sons. So where you actually read it, it says uh, Johnson's and du- uh, Johnson and Dewar's family, and the Dewar's is uh, John is the grandfather and or the father of the original sons of the Dewar's, the three sons that founded the Dewar's uh, Scotch Company in Scotland. Wow, so that's awesome. So whiskey runs in a family. So how important or yeah. how full circle was this for you to get a job in the whiskey business? This. I'm not going to say it was a fluke, but it was one of the best flukes I've ever run into because it was a very unique opportunity, and it fell in line with a passion that I have because I love collecting scotches and bourbons and things of that nature and just trying it and exploring that environment. And when I walked into this, it was serendipitous. It was it was absolutely phenomenal. I loved it. That's awesome. Yeah, like. The fact that you're from a whiskey family, you work with a whiskey company, but you were also in the Marines, and this whiskey company awesome is very, yep. very involved within military operations and philanthropy and just, I mean, hell, the name is based off of a military unit. Uh, it just comes full circle. Absolutely, yeah. Sweet. It, it's a weird but yet fun and interesting story that... that I don't have words for, but I have drinks for. <laughs> you get drinks for. <laughs> and Michael, the drinks bring out words. Sometimes, sometimes the words don't make sense, but. <laughs> yeah, I see, uh, I see on the shop here, uh, hot sauce, some bourbon maple syrup and barrel aged honey. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like you could take that, the, the honey or maple and buy a barrel and honey, your, uh, you know, honey up your own bourbon there out of this. You can, there's everything you can do out of the shop here. Do you, which is a what, what's the story with the hot sauce? The hot sauce is a kind of unique story. So our owner knows the band Midland. It's a country band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Our people got a drinking problem. That one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we partnered with the band Midland, and this is their hot sauce uh, that's barrel aged in our barrels. Oh, that's cool. So a barrel-aged hot Add to cart. <laughs> use 10%. Uh, use BNB for 10% off your order. Um, so, uh, Brian, is there anything about 10th Mountain Whiskey that we haven't covered that you'd like to talk about or just put out there for our, our listeners and viewers? No, I mean, we're, we're like I said, we're a philanthropic company first, and we're a whiskey company second. Uh, we want to make sure people are... Uh, at that attribute where they're enjoying their time with their families, but at the same time having a good whiskey and can enjoy some baseball or some 
football or some basketball or whatever sport they enjoy, or even just sitting on their back porch and looking at the sunset or watching the sunrise, depending on if you're a night drinker or day drinker and you need to just relax after a long night shift. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure we're there for you and you're there for us. And by supporting us, we could be more there for you. Mm-hmm. That's, That's awesome. Michael, any questions? No, I'm, I'm, I'm running through a shop here. I'm almost could Christmas shop as well. There's a <laughs> candle I can put in there for my wife. There's, there's some hats for a friend. I know someone someone earlier was talking about the blue beanie. Uh, easy eat right yeah. there at the car for him. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of different stuff in there. We have some new hats. We have some sun shirts for fishing that just came out recently that should be on the website. We have uh, drinking buddies. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. We have little onesies for babies. Oh, that's awesome, too. Yeah. And we've got a flask. That's Anything you need, just... For fun or uh, for drinking, anything, head on over to 10thwhiskey.com or shop.10thwhiskey.com to go check that out. Brian, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on today. Are we not tasting the rye, too? Oh, uh, I didn't bring it, but we can taste the rye. I I didn't bring it. Let's how about yeah? Let's talk about it. We could taste the rye. Well, yes. Okay, let's go. I know Michael can try it. I did not plan this properly i'm on the road i did not bring my 10th mountain whiskey rye but michael's got a sample of it i was hoping to do actually a a podcast down the road so don't drink all of it michael but pour yourself uh, a little pour and uh we'll see what i can do (laughs) maybe i'll have to send you a a, another sample but i want to actually watch the two of you taste this 10th mountain whiskey rye and hear michael's thoughts and how brian is going to convert him to the rye side so make sure that this is the the 86 proof right this is the 86 proof yeah is that the one you poured michael because you've got two rye samples yes i've got the the barrel pick and the one year that you poured the one year right yes sir okay Okay. let me give this my glass a little aroma spin it you know spin before i dive my nose into it a little bit and uh this is in my barrels and barrels glass that i just got yesterday i'm pretty stoked yeah, oh, that's right. You can get Barrels and Barrels glassware on our link tree, which is in our Instagram bio at Barrels and Barrels Pod on Instagram. So I'm on, drinking from our tent. From your from your tent. Do you guys sell glassware on the website? Do I see that? You sure do. I gotta find. <laughs> I don't see it on the website. I see a copper cup. That's you got to switch over to other swag and click oh, drinkware. Oh, other swag. Oh man, yeah, there's. Man, steel I, shaker, I, pint glass, bar table. Wow, you yeah, got a lot going on. We got a few things that you can buy. <laughs> just, just a few signs. Oh, that's what. I, okay, that's another question I have for you. So, on the rye, you've got dog tags. Um, yes. Is there any specific? <laughs> uh, why are you laughing there, Michael? I thought you. I I heard no. you say, on the rye, you have dog tags, but you said on the, on the. The rye bottle, they're dog tags. On the oh, bottle. okay. Yeah, okay. so my question was going to be, is there Tracking. a significance to that? Uh, is it just to pay homage to the veterans or because it's uh, a veteran and a, a, a military-based company? So, yeah, we wanted to pay, uh, pay that homage to the veteran community and show them that 
we're there for them. We understand you. And there's a bunch of the veterans, a bunch of us that are veterans that work for the company that want to support it as well. So that's why we're here and we want to make sure we're doing everything right. And this is one way we could do it. And on the dog tag itself, it'll tell you who the distiller was, who batched it, or when the batch was. So this is batch 53 and this is bottled on 822 of 2022 as this bottle. Oh yeah. I don't have the statistics on the one that Michael's drinking because that's back home in, in Kentucky. But, um, so, um, what is the rye mash bill? Is it a 100%er? Is it a 95.5? Or do we have a mixture of everything? We have a mixture of everything. So it's 69% rye, 4% barley, and the rest is going to be your corn. So that's going to be 27%. Yeah, look at you doing the math. <laughs> so can you say that first number again? 69% rye. I, I, we're both, we're both, we're both biting our tongues here. Sixty nine, nice child. Yes. So sixty nine percent rye, twenty seven percent corn, and four percent malted barley. Michael, have you given that a puppy a sniff? You've given it a sip yet, or where are we at? Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm nosing this guy, and I'm, I still get the blue corn nose. I'm going yeah. back and forth between the bourbon and the rye nose, and it's actually like. Less syrupy smell, less sweet, less honey smell. The bourbon, all of a sudden, I get a lot of honey in comparison to this rye. Um, I don't get an, I get a little mint there as I got that like nose sniff in there. Uh, let me take a sip and dive more in. You can just listen to me uh, chew it up yeah. and swallow that. That's, that's fantastic. That's what she said. Bazinga. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, 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 it's it's not overpowering of a rye of a spice uh this is this is good um i get a little bit of the i still get the corn come through i get the caramel and i don't get i, I don't get a lot of rye let me take a second step though oh i thought he was just gonna go ah. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was gonna down it yeah i gotta save some yeah you gotta save some and we're gonna hold your rating back for a a, a, a previous no a, a future podcast so uh that that's your tease to a future podcast coming up no so this is this is um it's got the rye flavor for me without kicking me in the nuts at all <laughs> of of rye flavor okay um i enjoy this this is I, I i feel like this is uh less sweet like now i almost want to compare and say this burb the bourbon Oh, if I were to compare them, the bourbon is more of like a dessert almost to me and compare to this rye. I enjoy this rye. Really? That's kind of unique. I, you're the not the first person to say that, but to continue on with that saying our bourbon's more of a dessert than our rye. And I've had people recently say our rye is more of a dessert than our bourbon. Really? Yeah, so... I obviously can't compare them right now because I don't have the other one. I do think Michael's right on with the nose, and I do think that that um, the bourbon's got a little more of that mapley honeyness to it. Uh, I'm not yeah. going to tell you what I think the differences are, but I do agree with him that I think that after trying this and having the rye already, the bourbon to me comes off as sweeter. I'm going to have to do this again by myself at home uh, in the dark and figure out Stop. a difference between <laughs> <laughs> I figure out a, a difference yeah, that, that's called barrels and barrels after dark 
<laughs> you can find that on our Patreon. Uh, just kidding. We don't have that yet. But <laughs> No, that's a Trap Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find that on Instagram, at Brian D. Whiskey. <laughs> At W X Spinner, no, that's mine. That's my professional account. We got to go the unprofessional yeah, that's account. Sure. Let's go with that one. <laughs> at whiskey underscore weather. Um, so, thank you so much again, Brian, for joining us this evening. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you aboard um, as a sponsor, but also just getting to know more about you, getting to know more about Tenth Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company. Uh, and the interaction you has with us all the time on, on yes. our uh, social media. Whether the support, baseball yeah. or bourbon, yep. Not just not just from Tenth Mountain, but from you it's, yourself. It's it's flabbergasting to be honest. So, want to give you a big thank you and a big cheers to you, sir. I think I pounded that yeah, absolutely. Just, it's an honor. I have to come back to it. So a little bit of bourbon I have left. But <laughs> I, I guess Michael and I need to get out to uh, to Vail, Colorado here soon because me I'm and now my wife. wife. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, that's a good combination. Those teeth. <laughs> well, I'm booking my flight now. We'll have to figure that out and get out there uh, at some point this year or early next year. But again, thank you to Brian from Tenth Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company. Again, go to tenthwhiskey.com. Use promo code BNB for ten percent off any order. Add to add to cart. Add to cart. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Uh, so go ahead on over to 10thwhiskey.com. Use promo code BNB for 10% off your order uh, of anything that you purchase. Unless you purchase a barrel, then you don't get a discount on the whiskey. But just head on over to 10thwhiskey.com. Again, thank you to Brian. Thank you to 10th Whiskey, 10th uh, Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company. We are Barrels and Barrels of Bourbon and Baseball Podcast. You can find us right here on YouTube if you're watching here. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button below. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok the at handle barrels and barrels pod again that is a letter n in the middle you can find us on twitter or now called x at barrels and barrels that come from elon's on on some drugs or something i have no idea and then you can email us barrels and barrels at gmail.com for michael burns i am brandon spinner find us on google apple as well as spotify iheart and did i say amazon already no. Yes. No. In oh, Amazon no. podcast, Michael's usually like, "Yes, you said it already." <laughs> Brian, thank you for having my back on this one. You can find us on Amazon Thanks for as listening well. Or... To him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, Michael. Um, and Brian, thank you for actually listening to me. Uh, don't forget to rate us and review us, like we rate and review our whiskeys. We give us uh, and give you our one hundred percent accurate thoughts. There's nothing bought by us. You are a sponsor. If it was an all star, we would have rated an all star. If we didn't like it, we would have DFA'd it. And this. 10th Mountain Whiskey, Spirit Company, Bourbon, rated an everyday player on the Barrels and Barrels of Bourbon and Baseball podcast rating scale. So, Michael, as always, do you have any final thoughts for our friends and listeners? Uh, just two words, Brandon. Let's go. Oh, no. Oh, no.